How are y'all doing? Welcome back to another episode of Classy. and Country. We miss y'all. It's been a minute, y'all. We've been playing with y'all. We've been saying we're gonna be recording some new episodes, y'all. We've been getting tired. If we were to keep it real, these kids, y'all, these kids, this Corona, this quarantine, our days and nights are running together. Yeah, we, Hi. yeah, we go, but we, we here. yeah, yeah. We go tonight. We go. I'm not at night, but we go to bed probably what midnight every night. Almost. Yeah. We all around the place, y'all. But we back with another episode. Um. So yeah, I mean, right before we even get started, how, how have you been? Tell the people how you been, y'all. I've been doing all right. She been doing all right. I've been doing all right too, y'all. So I'm gonna tell y'all now. This episode, we 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 gonna we say we keep it real. We're gonna keep it real. This episode, we're gonna talk about some stuff. That people don't like to talk about, but we's going to talk about it. <laughs> yep. We are going to be talking about temptation. Dun, 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 dun. Dun. No, we got to practice on that. That was supposed to be my part. Be, be, it's okay. But anyways, we're going to talk about temptation. So, yeah. I mean. Big girl, big boy panties on. Yeah. Let's be real. Let's be real. And we're going to talk about it because we, we it, it's something that has to be talked about because it's real. Ain't no need to put it under the rug, sugar cutting the rug. It need to be talked about. Um, so we're gonna talk about temptation. So I think Rachel, just you know, you go ahead and open us up and, t- and let's just talk a little bit about temptation okay. in general, and then we'll break it down into in marriage. But let's just look at it in general. Temptation in general. Yeah. What is it? Okay. Well, I'm not ready to tell you what it is because I'm gonna have to pull up that dictionary <laughs> real fast and let y'all know what the exact definition is according to webster okay so i don't own the rights to this definition it belongs to the webster dictionary all right here we go so temptation it's a noun the desire to do something especially something wrong or unwise help us father a thing or course of action that attracts or tempts someone Then they even have in here the tempting of Jesus by the devil. Mm. See Matthew 4. Mm. Well, they got scripture in Webster? They're not playing with you. Webster must be saved. They got scripture and I didn't know that. Siri, is Webster saved? Stop. (laughs) (laughs) Stop. Stop. All right. But yeah, but temptation, y'all. So temptation is a real thing that all of us. This is just like again. It just Webster just said, "Go to Matthew four. Go to the Word. If we have examples of Jesus being tempted, so if Jesus was tempted, man, we gonna be tempted. We gonna be tempted. Why we, we gonna, gonna think we ain't gonna be tempted? Because I think a lot of times, and and let's, I mean, again, we talking, we 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 want to generalize it and make sure we we keeping all couples in this. But right now, again, we gonna really relate with the married folks uh, uh, today um, because a lot of times. I think we feel as if, oh, I get married, I don't have to worry about temptation. That's one stigma that's out there. I, don't, I won't have to worry about temptation anymore because I'm married. Or uh, that the man is tempted more than a woman. I think that's another stigma. Which is not true. Which is not true. Uh, women are tempted just as much as men. I mean, I don't I don't want to speak for women, but Rachel? Yeah, I mean, I can speak for women, not all women, but I can speak for myself. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yes, temptation is real for women as well as men. Like, even though they say men, like before they like fall into something, like they think with like sexual things first and then the emotional aspect and how women, they say typically, I'm just gonna say typically, cause it can be different, you know, different cases, 
how women typically are like emotionally drawn first and then it leads up to that sexual. But regardless, women are still tempted just like men. My eyes can see good. So if I see something looking good, you know, I still see that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's real. It's real. Um, why do you feel like it's so hard for couples to share if they if they are being tempted? We're not talking about walking down the path of okay. like doing it, but if they see something attractive um, or they are um, facing some kind of temptation, what what has to be created um, to have an environment where you can be transparent with your spouse and say, hey, it's this person, this, you know, it's this person that I work with, very attractive. And, you know, I find myself sometimes looking at them or something. I mean, I don't know. Not again, we're not talking about going down the path, y'all, but we just saying like, hey, it's a it's a temptation on because what did the t- what did the definition say? It's a, a desire. Mm-hmm. Again, and then that even goes back to the word not to keep pulling. Uh, uh, well, I want to make sure I quote it right, but we are drawn away in James. We are drawn away by our own lustful, lustful desires. desires. Um, so again, that temp, tempting, that temptation. What environment has to be created for couples to be able to talk about it amongst each other? Um, and all honesty, I'm just, I can just think about like myself personally. So in order to be able for you to be honest and open with your partner you know, your spouse, or if you're, you know, dating, your, you know, whoever, your fiance or whatever, um, you honestly have to create that safe environment where they feel like they can come to you and tell you the deepest and true desires of their heart, the good and the bad, the deep and the dark things, and that they feel like you won't judge them, you know, that you still have their best interests at heart. So like, for example, if Patrick came to me and saying, hey, it's this lady at my job, you know, she be coming to the job with this little skirt on. Um, and honestly, you know, she a nice looking lady, you know, she catches my eye. So making sure that I'm creating that safe environment where he doesn't feel like I'm going to blow up on him. Like, oh, oh, you want her? Oh, you've been looking at her? You've been lusting after her? What's her number? You know, I'm going to roll up on her. Like all of that crazy stuff. Like Mm -hmm. making sure that it's safe and he can feel like I'm a person that he can come to who he can trust with his deepest, darkest secrets or whatever he's going through that I'm not going to just blow up on him or blow things out of proportion. So really creating that um, safe environment in that environment where the lines of communication are completely open and honest, where we can talk about anything like good or bad. Like I'm here mm-hmm. to help you walk through whatever season you're in and vice versa, you know, whatever you're dealing with, I'm here for you. So kind of creating that deep, strong friendship to tell you the truth, mm-hmm. just, you know? Mm-hmm. And when you say that, I, I just got to add this because I hear, I hear, I hear the heart behind what you're saying. I think another piece of it too. And, and guys, we saying this, cause me and Rachel, we have, we have been a process to get to this point, but we to this point where, you have to also to be honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is, is if you know it's a struggle, say it's a struggle you're having, or it is someone that you're having, this just be real, call it what the word says, you're drawn away by your own lustful desires. Right. If you're having a desire that you know is not right, then you have to be able to have a safe place with, I mean, I, I feel like it has to be your spouse because they yeah. the, they the ones that, that's the closest to you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if it's not your spouse, maybe like a friend yeah. or somewhere. Because I, I'm a firm believer in shining the light on the darkness so it can be exposed. So I feel like, you know, when you try to fight that temptation along and try to do it in private, sometimes, you know, you think that you're stronger than you really are. And you are more susceptible to even falling into it. But we need that accountability around us. So if it's not your um, spouse, you know, at least like a, a good trusted friend or maybe your pastor is just someone who you can truly open up with and tell the truth so you can see the root behind that, you know, whatever mm-hmm. the issue is that you're dealing with. Like, for example, if, if it's me, like say for example, maybe like an ex or something, 
So I don't know, but I'm just saying like maybe if it's like an ex and you know, I don't know. I really don't know. Maybe that one special ex back in the day, mm -hmm. like, I don't know if it wasn't your spouse, maybe you would have been with that person. I don't know, married to them. Y'all yeah. got one, don't act like y'all don't. Right? <laughs> Look, your first boo, I don't know. Your first crush that really liked you back, I don't know. But you know, that, that person, and you already know that that might be like a temptation for you. So, you know, block them, delete them, do what you got to do to protect yourself and your marriage or your relationship to make sure that you don't fall into that, you know. So making sure you're putting those boundaries and things up in place so that you're not falling into that temptation because you already identified like, you know what, such and such, you know, they was always a nice looking person. And I bet even now they grown and sexy, they probably look even better now, whatever you're thinking. So make sure that you're protecting yourself. Don't be following them on social media. Don't let them follow you. You know, um, also, if you run into them, that's a different story. Like if you're out and about, you know, keep it moving. Hey, how you doing? Keep it moving. You know, treat them like it's a stranger off the street. You know, don't don't give in to all of that conversation and stuff. Don't make it more than what it needs to be, honestly. Just kind yeah. of cut it short, short so identify your weaknesses. Just like with me, sometimes I got a, a weakness with eating, like desserts <laughs> and things. So I have to be honest. I have to have a come to Jesus moment with myself and say, Rachel, you got a problem, sis. You like them donuts? <laughs> when you pass by that Krispy Kreme, you see that light on? That is temptation right there. Three lanes of traffic. She's temptation is knocking at your door, sis. Turn the other direction. You don't even need to take that street over there by that Krispy Kreme. Go to another street, okay? Go to back road. So being able to identify that that is temptation for you, just like that Krispy Kreme is temptation for me. So I'm not going to go close to that when I'm trying to reach my summer, hot girl summer goals. Mm -hmm. And it's, and then I, it's, it's funny to think about it, but you know, before we got up, before we start recording, we was talking, me and Rachel was talking about this as we were setting up. But when you read this description in, in Genesis and it's talking about um, when Joseph, y'all know the story. If you don't go look it up, the story of Joseph and Potiphar's wife, you know, she sees Joseph She's attracted to Joseph and like she was just straight. She was straight to the point. I mean, when, I, when you read the word, the word don't hide nothing. But she was. She said, "I don't wanna play no games." <laughs> Reggie's silly, but she. That's basically what she said. <laughs> and it's funny because it says that when you know the word says that Joseph ran out of the house, like to the point, y'all. Let's just be real. She grabbed his garment. He really ran out of the house naked. He was. He didn't worry about his clothes. He, lay, he ran, and I, I think that's what you're saying too. With that, is like we can't play with sin. We can't yeah. play with temptation, like whatever it is. And I know we we talking around um, um, those lustful desires um, that are not right when they're outside of the relationship. You and specifically when we, I mean any relationship, but really when we talk about marriage, um, you have to fight those things. You got to flee from them at all costs. You can't look back. You can't play with them like you were saying. You can't follow them. They don't need to follow you. Like you can't allow. Um, a, a foothold for the enemy. Yeah. Really, you can't allow a foothold for the enemy. But I think again, we struggle with this specifically um, in in church. Like church don't really talk about this. Like, and let's be real. Like, you if you haven't been tempted, keep living. <laughs> keep living. What, what the old folks say: if it haven't rained on your house, just wait a little while. Like, mm -hmm. you will be tempted. And knowing, especially because. If marriage has ups and downs. You're gonna have great times. You're gonna have bad times. Yeah. You're gonna have great times. You're gonna have bad times. You're gonna have rough patches that you go through. But knowing that um, the temptation can increase if you're going through, say, a rough time. Yeah, and I, and I typically find too that happens a lot, especially you know, like when you're strong and everything is going really good in your marriage. It's easier, in my opinion, to fight that temptation to overcome that temptation because everything's going good. 
So you're not really as susceptible to that. But you know, when you're going through, it's already like a little open door. He's like, man, he already getting on my nerves. You know, or my spouse isn't giving me the attention that I want or the affirmation, whatever it is. And oh, little Bobby over here at the job told me that I'm looking nice. And then like, okay, you know, Patrick ain't told me I look nice. Well, Bobby, yeah. No, just look. Like, like, but anyway, <laughs> you know, Patrick ain't told me I look nice in a while. Or Patrick just keep, you know, fighting with me about like whatever. So then it's easier for you to, you know, kind of second think that thing. So um, I would just encourage you just, like I said, first identify that temptation, um, what it is, you know, it might be pornography for some people. Mm. You know, it necessarily doesn't have to be um, an actual person. You know, That's it might real. be pornography. It might be masturbation. Mm. I mean, I, I don't know. You yeah. know it might yeah. just be like maybe you and your spouse aren't, you know, consummate in your marriage. I don't know. So, you know, it might be anything, you know, it might be food, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, whatever, you know, but first identify that temptation and try to get to the root of the cause as to why you're dealing with that. Like, is it lust? Because you need to definitely check your heart and get the lust out of your heart. Like, is it something like a relationship or something that you had that you just truly need to let go? Like, are you still trying to hold on to that? Even though you're married or in a relationship, you hold on to some past stuff. You need to let that go. But definitely identify um, the root cause of it. If you lack an affirmation, you lack an attention. Um, if you're hurt, you know, whatever it is. So um, definitely identify that and then surrender that over to Jesus. You know, that's the next thing. Like we have to invite God to come in to our situation and help us. Because I know even sometimes when you might be like in the midst of temptation, like know that God is not far away. Like he said, no matter where you are, he's not there. Like even Preach. if you make your bed in hell, he's still there. So knowing like, yes, right now I might be going through hell and I'm fighting this temptation. I'm in the process of sending this message to this person. That I should not be sending to, but talk to God like, you know what, God, you know, I want to send this message to this person. God, I know it ain't right, God. I need you to help me. And like He said, you know, He will always give us a way of escape. Like, there's no temptation that can overtake us, but He always gives us a way of escape. So look for that way of escape. And if you don't see, like, you know, Lord, I'm about to go down to this person's house. I know I shouldn't be doing it. God, I need a way of escape. Like, obviously, <laughs> common sense is, sis. Get in your car, turn your butt around, and go to your own house. Okay, that's your way of escape. But if you don't see, if you cloud it by the whatever, ask God, like, Lord, I need you to show me this way of escape. You you provided me a way of escape, Lord. Let me see it and let me take that way of escape because we still have a choice to play. You know, a part to play. We still can bypass His way of escape and continue going towards mm -hmm. that temptation. Mm -hmm. But know that if you choose to do that. He did provide a way of escape, but you just wasn't looking for it or you just ignored it. So make sure that you're looking for it and that you're being obedient to it. And sometimes, you know, we do give in to temptation. I would be lying if I sit up here and said, Lord, every way of escape that you've given me, God, I just, you know, I just flip, I just flee from temptation, Father. No, that's not the case. Like mm -hmm. sometimes you do stuff you should not be doing and mm -hmm. making sure that you know that it's okay. We all make mistakes. There's grace for that. So you need to make sure that you repent and turn away. Like, don't continue to go in that cycle. Mm -hmm. I feel like sometimes with sin and things, we continue in this cycle. Like, we repent, God, I'm sorry, Lord. I know I gave into that temptation. I went to Krispy Kreme today, whatever. And then, boom, a few weeks later, I'm back at it again. And don't get caught in that cycle. You know, mm -hmm. break that cycle. You know, allow God yeah. to break that from you and that give you a truly repentant heart that you don't want to do those things again. You yeah. know, really break your heart for that um, thing. That's true. Every week, uh, we get out here, and she just be preaching, teaching, 
I need to be taking notes. Yeah. That was good. And that scripture, if you guys wanted to know, that scripture is um, 1 Corinthians 10, 13, where it says, no temptation has overtaken you that is not coming to man. So whatever you're going through, it's coming. You ain't the only one. Mm -hmm. But God is faithful, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. So you got some self-control. We, mm -hmm. we need to ask that Holy Spirit to help us. Big it out of there. Because we got some ability to control that. And so he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability, but with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. So look for that way of yeah. escape. Yeah. And like, and like you were saying, you were saying that the, what I kept thinking about was again, um, is no temptation. Like we serve a, 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 a God that is no temptation that, or anything that we go through that he can't relate to. He's a very relational God. Mm -hmm. So even Jesus being tempted, um, we know we look at the illustration of him being tempted with the food and being tempted to the high temple and all these kind of everything. But how did he overcome those temptations mm -hmm. with the word of God? Word, yeah. So like you were just saying, it's, it's, it's again, it starts with that personal relationship with the Lord being in your word that you don't continue to give in to these desires and then begin to do it. Because it all starts with your thoughts. You know, mm -hmm. what are you thinking on? What are you pondering on? What are you allowing to be in your mind? Then what are you allowing to come out of your mouth? Because what comes out of your mouth, from your mind to your mouth, will eventually come in your action. So what are you thinking on? Then what are you saying? Then what are you doing? And being careful how you're going about those things um, is key. So we talked about being tempted. And you kind of touched on a little bit. Well, what about, you know, just the encouragement, Rachel, uh, for people that may have given in to this temptation okay. and you know may have fell fell into some sin you okay. know the church might talk about it yeah but it happens it definitely happens you know, like whether you're like in, you know any relationship marriage or you know um say or if you're courting and you were trying to flee fornication i know that's like a big one you know um, while you're courting trying to flee fornication and you fall into it with you know your fiance you get all caught up. Yeah. you get caught up you know in the feelings and stuff and you fall into that, you know. So I would just encourage you just to get up. Like like I said, like mm -hmm. God is, he has never left you. Like a lot of times when we feel distance from God, it's because we have walked away. We haven't gotten out of alignment, you know, because of our sin. It's usually because of sin where, you know, we're separated from God. But, you know, get up, identify, you know, what you did, repent, um, turn away, you know, and then set up boundaries so that you don't go back and make that mistake, you know. So be more strategic with setting up those boundaries and, hey, you know, I fell into um, fornication before marriage you know that was something that was a temptation for me so now i'm going to make sure that i'm going to be accountable like if i'm if you're still con continuing to date that person or whatever um i'm going to go out in public places like after 9 30 after 10 i'm not going to be out with them like i'm not going to be alone in their um apartment or whatever by myself you know because you sometimes you you need some help and you got to be accountable like mm -hmm. I, I know me like back in the day, i can't be with patrick at his um, dorm room after 10 o'clock. Honey, probably after 8 o'clock. Let's be honest. <laughs> Look, after 6 o'clock. It depends on if it's, it's the dog on. What is it? The time change? When it starts getting dark, I need to go home because I'm like physically like attracted to him. And honey, like they say, ain't nothing open after 12 but lives. Honey, ain't nothing open after, after darkness. Girl, stop, lives. stop. So, you know, just being able to identify stop. that and then sit up your boundaries. Like, you know, Patrick, you know, I love you, but I love God more. So I'm going to take mm -hmm. my behind home. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna be over here with you late at night. We're not gonna be cuddled up, Netflix and chilling. We're gonna next Netflix and chill from FaceTime boo, so I can make sure I got that 
distance between us so that we're not falling into this temptation. Mm -hmm. That's real. But get back up, repent, set up boundaries, you know, and run from it. Yeah, run. <laughs> run. Run from it. Okay. You can't play. You can't play. You can't play around can't with, play with fire. fire. Like my aunt used to tell me, you can't play around with fire. You gonna get burned. Mm -hmm. Like I can't tease. I can't go over there and be teasing Patrick. We was, you know, um, dating and courting stuff. So, I can't go over there and be trying to do all of that and not expect to get burned because you attracted to them, vice versa. Mm -hmm. It's about to go down. Yeah, okay? yeah, and it's real. Like, and again, people don't like to talk about this, y'all, but it got to be talked about because we, we we are living with times that where we know what's going on. People know that people falling them to temptation. People doing this, people doing that, but ain't nobody talking about it. To yeah. get the healing and the direction and the guidance that we need to one avoid getting to this certain point as well, but also identifying, yeah, this will happen. Because if it wasn't gonna happen, God wanted to put it in His Word. Yeah. To yeah, tell us exactly. how to get out of it, to tell us that you can get out of but it. But it shows you that a lot of people are dealing um, with temptation. You know, like no matter what type of temptation it is, temptation is there. You know, you mm -hmm. have eyes, you're gonna see something that looks nice. Mm -hmm. And if you blind, you got some ears. <laughs> you might hear somebody telling you something you that you want to hear. I'm just saying, y'all. <laughs> Honey. Rachel. And, and look, and if you can't hear, baby, you gotta know you might smell something that smells good. <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah, okay? You silly, girl. It you is silly. what it is. You silly. So we need to set up these boundaries and protect ourselves. Yeah, because I, I mean I look at it like this too, because a lot of times we look at the whole thing, okay, you know I'm gonna die to my flesh. So look, look, y'all, we gotta die to our flesh, but you need to bury that flesh too. We gotta yeah. bury that thing because when you don't, I mean, and like you say, it's just going to the, sometimes for some of us, you may need to go to the extreme with like, like I think of it like guardrails. When you're driving down the, hard, the, the uh, highway and you had these guardrails there to keep you from falling off the cliff. Like right. before you even get to the cliff, mm -hmm. it's a rail that stops you before like you even that. get to the danger. So some, we need to put up Set it up before, before like you that. even get close to the danger or whatever like that, that may be, you know, to have something set in place. But also, like you say, finding the route because you can have whatever guardrail, whatever other place. But if you still want to do something, you're going to jump over that guardrail. You're going to hop over, climb okay. under, you know what I'm saying? Jump out that window, <laughs> whatever you got you to gonna do. You're going to do whatever you got to do. So it's a it's a, it's a a root thing in your heart that you have to yeah. figure out. Like you said, I identify. love what you said earlier. Identify and know the why behind. Um, what's the reason that you desire? Yeah, is it a lust issue? Mm -hmm. Is it an insecurity issue? Um, affirmation? Whatever it is, you mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. definitely identify the root cause because a lot of things go back to childhood and just different things that we experience through life, you know, root things. So mm -hmm. you really dig in and see Lord and ask God if you don't know, ask the Lord to help you to reveal to you what is the root cause of this issue. Yep, this root cause. Of and then just knowing to y'all that, 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 that. What, uh, Psalms 23, you know, that the Lord is our shepherd. I shall not want. So everything Ooh. that we need is in God. It's nothing that we need outside of him. And also it says as well, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and everything else should be added. You know, all these things will be added to you. I'm probably quoted LaRone, but basically what it's saying is you seek God. You seek him. He, You seek him. You find yourself in him. He will give you everything that you need. Everything that you desire yeah. um, is in him. Um, so we just have to be careful. So any final words of encouragement? Mm -hmm. I guess like my last final words, just, you know, temptation comes to everyone, man and female. Yes. So continue to go to God um, with them. Like, you know, be honest with him and tell him how you're feeling. Like, you know, God, such and such at my job, they're looking kind of good, you know. I don't know. I know I'm married, but they ain't. Then they gave me the side out. They done told me a little coming that made me start thinking. Yep. You know, and just be honest with them. Like, don't be like, oh, I'm married. I shouldn't think like that. Yeah, you shouldn't think like that. But such and such said the right word. But you thinking and like that. You thinking like yeah. that. So, you know, being honest with yourself and saying, hey, man, such and such 
You know, I never thought I'd give it the time of day, but shoot, I don't have a second thought after you done made that comment to me, mm-hmm. you know, to be honest and then see like, okay, well, why did I, you know, have that second thought to see what's in your heart that, you know, arose that, you know, yeah. so definitely identify it, um, set up boundaries, um, be accountable to other people, to your spouse, uh, pray, 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 mm-hmm. pray and run, mm-hmm. run, run. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I would piggyback on encouragement just saying too. Be real with yourself. Yes. I think a lot of times we get saved and we feel like we above all this and we above that, we're above that, which is yeah, but at the same time it takes our it takes our, our, our actions to line up and being real that it's real, uh uh like we talk about temptation, but temptation is real and you can't play with it. You can't no. be thinking you so above it that you can't fall to it because all it takes is the right what they say, the right ingredients. And the right environment. And the right environment. Okay. So you gotta be watching all that. Like you said, be be real. You know, don't be so so highly that you just feel like everything is above you. Yeah. But also being able to be real with yourself, but also the other people. Like I said, if, if that's your spouse, if, if y'all ain't at that point where y'all can talk talk about that kind of stuff, you have a true trustworthy. If it's your pastor or a friend, that's gonna tell you the right advice. Yeah. Oh yeah. If you want my thing, girl, going down there. You want somebody to tell you the right advice? Like, oh man, they're cool, man. Like, hey, you did what? No. Everybody doing. No, you need somebody gonna tell you, no, that ain't right, and it ain't. And this is this is this is this is this, this is gonna be kicked to him. It ain't even though your thoughts and your feelings are relevant, they're not all they're not a lot of times the reality. And what I mean by that is you can't go by everything that you feel because somebody making you feel good or what they say sounds good. And feelings change. Feelings change. You know what I'm saying? Like happiness change. All that change. All that stuff change. And also too, and then and then But the word of God never changes. There you go. He said please. And water your own grass. Oh, yes, Lord. Tell them what we mean by water on grass. It's so easy when you're going through. So, say for an example, if you're a season, I don't even want to say a season of fighting, but like, you know, you're going through some hard times, maybe financially, uh, maybe with kids, you know, all kind of things in life as a married person brings different challenges in your life and different frustrations, if you were to be honest. So if you're going through like a season like that where you maybe you feel like your spouse isn't really supporting you or they're being a little bit hard on you or they're just making bad decisions, whatever it is. It's easier sometimes when you're going through to see that somebody else grabs up and feel like, oh, such and such man, you know, they treat their spouse nice or their girlfriend nice and this person this and they compliment me or whatever, you know, whatever you feel like you're lacking, it always appears that someone else is doing something better, you know? So instead of going over there to little Johnny or little Susie, and trying to get whatever they got on their grass, you need to get that dog on what they call it that go green. That go green. And spray your own grass and water your grass pour into your marriage, you know. Yeah. Because why? Because they got that sod over there. Yeah, because you don't, it might be that fake grass. You don't it's know. It's that sod over, over there. It ain't no real okay. grass over there. It's fake. You get up on it, it's an imitation. Exactly. And then you don't know what they had to go through to get where they're at. Mm-hmm. Or if that's just a facade, you know. Mm-hmm. Or if they really got some underlying issues going on over there on their grass. So worry about your own grass. You don't even know what's going on on their grass and how they got to that grass, or if that grass even real. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. you're going behind closed doors with their grass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely water your own grass. You know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Rachel, you you brought some heat tonight. I mean, I learned a lot just listening from you. But on the realness, Jesus is our hope, y'all. We got to look at the cross. We got to look at the word. We got to look at uh, 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 these fellow Christians around us that have walked through and been through some things. Um, to know that it's hope and you know whether you're struggling with temptation you haven't faced temptation you will face temptation one day or if you have given into some temptation it's hope 
you know what I mean? Long as it's breath in our bodies, it's hope. Still time to get it right. Still time to get it right. I said, I'm like, Lord, every day I wake up, well, I'm like, it's another day to get it right. <laughs> it's another day to get it right. But, hey, I think this is just end it right there. You know, keep it classy. Keep it country. But keep, but it, keep it together. together.